I really got to stop watching true crime documentaries or anything true crime related when I'm trying to get work done because I can't pay attention. I always get sucked into the story. Even if I'm like, even if I've seen it before, sometimes I'll still pay attention to it. Like I haven't seen it before. Like it's wild. I really need to get my, my mind right. So now I have to either be in silence or I have to put on music or something. Otherwise I will get sucked in, won't pay attention, nothing gets done. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to take a sip of this coffee and we're going to get into today's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast, a podcast where Lola, that's me, a millennial mom talks to friends about life, motherhood, and everything in between. Every Wednesday, I bring you topics that we all struggle with, whether we're a parent or not. Every stage of motherhood is awkward. Whether you have one kid or six, you're a dog mom, or you feel like your partner's mom, things can get messy. I'm for sure an awkward mom, navigating all the growing pains that come along with millennial mom life. Feel stuck in an identity crisis? Feel like your life lacks direction? Goals feel distant? Well, you're not alone. Tune in every Wednesday as I go through the crazy coaster called life with you. This podcast celebrates motherhood in all forms for exactly what it is, awkward. I'm your host, Lola Nicole. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the awkward mom stage starts now. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, how are you? Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage. If you're coming back for another episode, thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. Today's episode is all about journaling. Journaling is a powerful tool. Many, many people utilize it today. Some journal for personal growth. Some do it for spiritual guidance. Maybe they use it to document their days or their feelings. They could use it in conjunction with therapy. I mean, there's so many options. Journaling has been big in my life, especially with therapy. I've been journaling on and off in different ways for like years. I mean, anyone that knows about when I started my podcast, my podcast was my journal. It was a voice journal. I just uploaded my voice notes as my first few podcast episodes. Journaling has always been a thing for me, whether I write it, say it, paint it, some sort of journaling. Bullet journaling is really good for people who love to like, who are like more artistic. I feel like that works out really well for them. And some people just, you know, writing out their feelings and thoughts on paper works great for them. I kind of do a little bit of both. It's helped me figure out when and where in my days I'm not doing anything. I'm not really being productive. It helps me figure out where I'm wasting time, basically. You can use journaling for literally anything. There's so many different ways of journaling, just like, you know, meditation and self-love journeys. There's more than one technique that people use, and it all depends on the person and how they go through their days. Journaling has a ton of benefits, and a large number of highly successful people make journaling a daily habit. It's been around for centuries, if you really think about it. I mean, think about all the ancient scrolls, books, etc., that we found with like the innermost thoughts, feelings, and plans of some of the most famous minds. That's because successful people know the power of journaling. It's almost like a daily manifestation of your life, which if you manifest or if you're learning about manifestation, 
or if you've listened to the podcast and you know that I'm learning about manifestation, writing things down helps you manifest as well. So, I mean, like I said, there's so many different ways of journaling and it helps you manifest stuff in your daily life. You can actually learn a lot about yourself and gain a lot of insight into your life. There's something magical about writing that thinking alone just doesn't have. For me, journaling was a way for me to get out all of my thoughts and feelings and it helps me plan. I call it more of a brain dump when I'm using it to plan. I'll just write down everything that needs to get done or that I have to complete And then I separate those things into categories of importance. I start from the most important to the least important. And then once everything is like out of my head, separated, I can start tackling those tasks one by one. Most important stuff gets done first or the hardest, you know, whichever it is. And the rest I can spread out through the week or even delegate some of those tasks out to my kids. Because for some reason, they think they were born into like, I don't know, a palace or something And they have butlers, the butler being me, y'all, in case you, you know, didn't catch on. (laughs) So, yeah, those tasks will get delegated to the kids or other people. So I'm not so overwhelmed and I'm getting the things that I need to get done rather than just trying to do everything and conquering nothing. You feel me? Now, there's many ways to journal. You can go the traditional route of writing. You can type it out on a computer. You can digital journal. You can bullet journal. You can voice note journal, like I said earlier. Just literally however you are able to get your thoughts and feelings out and really, you know, feel better. Or if you started a list or if your mind feels a little more clear or you feel a little bit of a breath of fresh air. That's kind of when you know that you, you know, you've done your brain dumping, you've done your journaling, and then you can kind of go back, look over all of the stuff that you have written down, everything that you're feeling, thinking, everything that's happening, everything you're doing in your day. And then you can kind of go through and be like, oh, okay, well, that seems a wasted time. That's something I can cut out of my day. Journaling is definitely beneficial. And with voice journaling, For me, when I was doing like the voice note thing as my journal, it was because you know how sometimes when you're like writing or when you're thinking about something, but when you go to write it, it doesn't necessarily come out the way that you thought it. Like, is it just me? Am I crazy? So when I do voice notes, it's easier for me to just say what I'm thinking rather than having to think about writing it down and write it down, if that makes sense. I don't know. So That's just something to think about if you can't necessarily, if you feel like you're never like getting the words out the way you want to, or it's not coming across in writing the way you were thinking it in your mind, maybe voice noting it will kind of help you to convey the message better. So after you choose a type of journaling that's right for you, you can kind of start journaling your days or weeks, you know, or months. You don't have to journal every single day, you know. If you can't commit to every day, don't. Don't stress yourself out adding one more thing. The whole purpose of journaling and brain dumping and all that is so that you feel less overwhelmed and less stressed. So if you thinking about journaling every single day is stressing you out, girl, don't do it. You know what I mean? Do it once a week. Do it twice a month. Like however you feel getting that journaling in, getting those thoughts and feelings out, however. It works for you whenever you have the time, do that. 
You can do it day. You can do it night. You can do it at lunchtime. Just pick a day time that works for you. So I'm going to share some tips that I'm actually putting in an ebook. I wrote down, I got like a bunch of tips and different things for how I journal that have helped me. I mean, my whole self-love manifestation journey, writing and journaling has really kind of helped in that and also has helped me manifest some things as well, because I feel like sometimes when you write it down, you may forget about it for that moment. But then when you look in your journal from like the day before or you know you're reading it on your sticky note or whatever then you're thinking about it again and it reminds you of it again and then you're you know that's in your mind so it's kind of manifesting without you even really thinking about it you know is that does that make sense i hope i'm making sense hey y'all it's lola here host and producer of the awkward mom stage podcast and let me tell you hosting and producing this podcast is not easy I had no idea what I was doing, and I still kind of don't. Don't tell anyone, but I don't. Buzzsprout has definitely been there to help me along the way, from hosting to helpful videos on what to do, how to edit, where to go, how to get music, you name it, they let you know how to do it. And their Facebook community is even more helpful. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster or you're trying to start a podcast or you have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They've got everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius, and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can definitely click the link in the show notes, and it will take you to Buzzsprout, and they will walk you through everything you need on getting your podcast up, running, and ready to go. Now back to the show. Okay. I'm sure by now you're probably like, all right, girl, can we get to the tips already? You're doing a lot of yapping. Sure. We're going to get right on to that right now. Okay. So let's go through these tips that I have for y'all. So let's start at number one. You got to take a look at your day. What does a full day look like for you? What can you improve on? Are there times when you have large gaps where you aren't doing anything or where you could be getting more done? Maybe there's a time when you're doing too much or something can be eliminated or delegated to someone else. Sit and take some notes about your day. What happened? How can you use this in the future? What did you learn? What mistakes did you make? How can tomorrow be better than today? Just kind of really break down your day and see, okay, what things am I doing to hold myself back? And then what things am I doing that need to get done, but I could also ask for help, delegate out, maybe batch some stuff together so you don't have to do it. Or just break things down to where you don't have to do it every single day. Like don't sweep or vacuum every single day. It's girl, the floor is going to be dirty tomorrow. Okay. So just wait a day or two, unless there's a spill, obviously don't leave it on the floor for three days, but don't stress yourself out with stuff like I have to vacuum every single day. I have to sweep every single day. No, you don't. Okay. Trust me. There's millions of us moms out here that are not sweeping and vacuuming every single day and our lives are still fulfilling. Okay. Number two, list progress towards your goals. You want to have some goals to work towards. And in my experience, when you have way too many goals, you're going to get overwhelmed. So I will have three major short-term goals and three major long-term goals. 
and I write those down and I work on those. Your short-term goals are going to be the goals that can be achieved in like a year or less. Maybe you have like a six-month goal for like growth on Instagram or something. And your long-term goals are going to be more like five-year plus mark. You know, I want to buy a house or, I mean, you can have buy a home on your short-term list. There's people that have, you know, fixed their credit in six to eight months and purchased a home within a year. So, if that is something that you know that you're going to be able to really work towards as a short-term goal, do that. Your goals are about you. So whatever you're working towards and whatever you feel is, you know, technically a short-term goal for you, do that. If you feel like it's more of a long-term goal, put it in your long-term goal pile. So you're going to write down your goals, your three short-term goals, your three long-term goals, and then you're going to pace yourself as well. If you aren't sure what your long-term goals are, start with your short-term. And then usually as you're working on those goals, then what you're working towards after that will kind of broaden your mind as to what it is that you want for long-term goals. And then you can, you know, list those and work on your long-term goals. But You'll want to list the progress that you've made toward each short-term goal, each long-term goal. If you fail to do anything or to make progress towards one or more of your goals, note that too. So that way you're like, hmm, okay, you know, I missed that step. I should try this again. And then you can kind of go from there on tweaking or like fixing your plan. You also want to be proud of the progress that you've made. I have a hard time giving myself credit for the things I accomplish. So you really want to celebrate your wins, no matter how small the wins may be, no matter, you know, if you're like, eh, I got 50 extra followers in a month. That's, you know, if your goal is to be an influencer, followers, you know, you're going to need those. I hate that word followers, but you know what I mean. So celebrate the small wins, celebrate everything that you have accomplished thus far to get towards your goals. The wins will keep coming and they'll keep getting bigger. When everything's a celebration, even the small wins, it makes the journey that much better. It makes it more fun, more exciting. You, you know, want to actually do it and you're excited for the next accomplishment when you're excited about all of the progress that you've already made. So become more determined by the progress that you've failed to make rather than not celebrating your small wins. All right, number three, address your fears. Write about your fears. I hate admitting my weaknesses and fears, but the best way to work through them is to face them head on. To do that, you need to address the fears you have first. Therapy has also been a great way for me to address my fears and really see what I'm afraid of and why so I can work through those fears one by one. But you really want to think, what are you afraid of? Why do you think you're afraid of those things? How do your fears impact your life? What is your plan to address those fears? Just ask yourself those questions and then you should be able to break down, you know, whatever it is you're fearing. So like for me, I fear being front and center on social media. Odd, I know because, you know, I have a podcast and I blog. So obviously I'm going to be on the internet, but when it comes to stories, reels, all that stuff, when I have lives, when I have to show up, I freak out like the self-conscious monster comes out and I am just like, nope, 
not doing it, can't do it. I, I can't do it. So that's something that I'm afraid of. And that's something that I have to work out and work on. So that's what I put in my journal. You know, that's something that I'm afraid of. Why do I think I'm afraid of that? Judgment. Obviously, we're all human. Everyone's afraid of judgment. I don't know, not one person, whether they admit it or not, that isn't afraid of being judged by someone in some way, you know? So just really think about that so that you're able to address those issues, address your fears and work on that. And once you kind of break down your fears, sometimes it sounds really stupid when you're saying it out loud. I mean, even when I say like, oh man, they're going to judge me. It sounds stupid to me, but still in my mind, you know, I'm still like, mm, anxiety's like, nah, girl, don't do that. Mm-mm, you don't want to do that. Number four, choose one way to enhance yourself. Pick something you want to work on and work on it. Write about it in your journal. Maybe you want to lose weight or gain muscle or learn a new skill, strengthen your communication skills, whatever it is. Pick something you want to work on and work on it. Choose something that would enhance your life and write about your thoughts, plans, and progress. Having an accountability partner will also help you stay on track and keep up with your goal. Anytime I'm doing something that I know I will procrastinate on if I just, you know, say that I want to do it, but like don't actually do it or I don't tell anyone about it, it never really gets done. But if I say that I want to do something, and I'm telling people about it. I feel like the more you talk about it, the more you feel crappy when you don't work towards those goals. So having someone as an accountability partner will definitely help you stay on track and keep up with your goal as well. But you definitely want to choose something and work on, you know, that's the goal, working on enhancing yourself and making yourself better every day anyway. So choose one way to enhance yourself and work on it. Number five. List your goals each day. Writing down your goals every day is a powerful way to stay focused on them. Your six most important goals, I would say three short term, three long term, again, is how I do it. You don't have to do it that way. And you also don't have to start with six. You can start with one. You can start with two, do three. You can do 10 if you want to. But like I said before, do not overwhelm yourself. If you feel yourself getting overwhelmed, you have too many goals. You got too much stuff on the plate. You got to reel it back in. You're going to have to brain dump again. But if you can handle having 10 goals, knock yourself out. For me, I like to stick between three and six because, again, I have my short term and my long term. And I focus more on my short term first and then kind of work my way into the long term. So just notice how they evolve over time. But when you're listing your goals each day or, again, you don't have to do it every single day, but list it in a time frame that works for you every day, every other day, once a week, just get some goals written down. Okay. Number six, list three things that make you feel grateful. What are you grateful for? What am I grateful for? If you make a list of three things you're grateful for each day, you'll notice how your perspective on life changes. I've read The Magic. I've read it, I want to say twice now. I've also read The Secret. I've watched the uh, movie on Netflix, all of that. In the magic, there is one practice in particular where there's a magic rock and you take that magic rock and you hold it in your hand at the end of each day 
and you think about your day and you think about all the good things that happened in that day and then you pick out one you know the the best thing that happened in that day and then you say thank you for the best thing that happened today and then you put your magic rock down and you know you go to sleep or whatever for me I do that and then I meditate to sleep I listen to a meditation affirmation sleep thing when I go to sleep which is great helps you you know subconsciously manifest your life I guess so that's what I do. But yeah, the magic rock was definitely something that I just stuck to. Even if I was like missing days in the magic or I just could not get through a day of doing everything I was supposed to do on the list, the magic rock was the one thing that I just kept up with. And I think it's because, you know, when you're thinking about all of the great things in your day, sometimes you don't appreciate the day as much as you should. Or you're not really, you know, maybe something happened in the day that was like annoying or whatever and you focus on that rather than the other stuff that happened in the day so I feel like the magic rock is a great way for you to recap that day and be like oh hey you know that great thing happened or this happened or whatever so the magic rock was definitely something that I kept up with I think I heard that it was Tony Robbins if I'm not mistaken who does like three I think he writes down three things he's grateful for every day don't quote me on that I was listening to a bunch of podcasts and I think somebody mentioned it. But if I'm not mistaken, I think that's what they said. They either said three things that he's grateful for or three goals. But I'm almost positive it was three things that he's grateful for. But either way, okay, be grateful. Remember to be grateful. Write it down. And honestly, when you're writing down things that you're grateful for or things that like make you happy or whatever, it kind of boosts your mood as well. So. Just think about that. Do you love reading? I do too. But we all know you don't always have time to sit down and read a good book as a mom. Well, I solved that problem with Audible. I've been using Audible for the past four years and it's been amazing. Audible is perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors so you can listen to them while driving, cooking dinner, or doing anything else that's going on in your life. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. And with their new update, they also have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. So there really is something for everyone. You can click the link in the show notes today to sign up. And the best part about Audible is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You get your first 30 days, first book free, no strings attached. Plus, all of their books are DRM free, so they aren't locking them away from other devices, which means once your membership expires or you cancel, any audiobook will still be yours forever, even without an active subscription. Just download them again anytime from anywhere from the app or the website. They have over 180,000 titles available, and I'm sure that number is going to keep growing. I listed some books in the show notes as suggestions to get you started. I've already read four books this year, thanks to the Audible app. So go get started on that reading list. But let's wait until after the show. <laughs> Lucky number seven. It's my favorite number, by the way. Seven. Anything with a seven in it. I love it. That's the only odd number that I like. Because fun fact, I do not like odd numbers. It's the OCD that I have. If you give me M&Ms, I'm going to count out and make sure I have an even number of M&Ms before I eat them. It's just a thing. I've had it I've, it's happened for years 
I don't know why. I hope you can't hear my fridge in the background. Why is my mini fridge so loud? Can someone explain that? Anyway, so lucky number seven, write about the obstacles in your life. What's standing in your way? List the obstacles in your life that you believe are blocking you from happiness or achieving your goals. It could be your man. I don't know. Like, write it down. You know, if he is an obstacle, write him down. (laughs) If, you know, your job is an obstacle, your boss, your neighbor, whatever the obstacle is, write it down. Now, listen closely. I did not say write down your obstacle and your obstacle being your neighbor who's hooking up with that guy you like. Don't make a plan to murder them or anything, but write down the obstacle and think of a real legal way of fixing the problem. Okay. And sometimes you may think something's an obstacle and it's not actually an obstacle or you could be the obstacle. You know, I've been the obstacle in many, many of my life choices. All right. We are responsible for ourselves and sometimes we are the ones that sabotage ourselves. So again, you could be your own obstacle. And if you are, write yourself down because you got to figure out how to fix it. Number eight, make a plan for the future. Aside from your specific goals, what does your dream life look like and how are you planning to get there? You want to think about it and sketch out a whole plan. For me, I would write down, what does my dream life look like to me? What does it look like when I wake up in the morning? What am I waking up in? Who am I waking up to? You know what I'm saying? Just really get in there and write down exactly what you want your dream life to look like. If you want your dream life to look like Legally Blonde, write that down. Say, I want to be as amazing as Reese in Legally Blonde. That could be your goal. That could be your dream life. You know, maybe you want to be the lawyer in the courtroom with all the pink on, looking fabulous with your adorable dog. Do that. Maybe you want to be the next one to come up with something amazing like the bend and snap. Do that, boo-boo, okay? Write your dream life down, manifest it, work towards it. Number nine, write about what's causing you to feel negative emotions. I talk about negative mindsets on my podcast often. Because a negative mindset could really hold you back from achieving your goals and living your dream life. What's getting you down? What are the situations, people, habits, beliefs that are causing you the most grief? Why do these things bother you? And what can you do about it? If you have negativity on a daily basis, that's what you're going to that's what you're going to attract, period. You can't attract positivity with negativity. It's the it's the opposite. It's not. It's like when you were trying to like mush magnets together when you were a kid, and they were physically not trying to attach to each other. That's how it is with negativity. You can't have positive experiences or a positive life if you're constantly negative. And I myself was guilty of that of just being negative all the time. And I'm still trying to work on it. Don't think that I'm out here and I'm just some ray of sunshine now. I'm not, but I'm really working on it because negative emotions are going to put you in a negative mindset. And then how are you going to work towards the positive? You can't. So you really want to think about the situation, you know, think about whatever it is that's getting you down, getting you upset. And if you are feeling like, oh, okay, well, this isn't just some regular, regular thing, you know, like I'm really, really down. And that's when you would want to see a professional or something 
when you feel like you're journaling and writing things down and really trying to get to the bottom of the problem when you feel like you're not able to do it and it's just not working and nothing that you're doing is cheering you up then yes you should probably go and speak to someone because at that point it could be something more serious and then you know once you get it checked out things could change drastically for you i have friends who were actually depressed and needed to be on medication and once they opened up and talked to someone and talked to their doctor and figured out what the problem was and got on the right medication or used medical marijuana i believe in it wholeheartedly marijuana is an amazing amazing healer so you know whatever you gotta do to get yourself in check okay but the negativity's got to go number 10 use journaling prompts there's literally thousands of journaling prompts online prompts what was that prompts online that you can choose at any time like go on pinterest type in journaling prompts they'll pop up everywhere i'll give you some to get started you can make a travel bucket list list five things you appreciate about each member of your family describe your ideal day if i could speak to my teenage self i would say (laughs) a lot i wish that others knew i i wish i could say no to So there's some journaling prompts for you right there. Use those or like I said, go on Pinterest, Google, Instagram. You can find journaling prompts anywhere at this point in time. And then just for a little bonus tip, don't forget about the magic rock. List the best thing that happened that day. If you can't for some reason pull out three things that you're grateful for in the day, just list the best thing that happened in every day. And that will actually help you to focus more on the positive rather than the negative because again you're recapping the day and you're thinking about happy things not what your man did to upset you or the fact that your kid didn't take out the trash and you tripped over it and now it's all over the kitchen floor like don't (laughs) don't think about those things think about the best things that happened in the day and then write that down and that should help So journaling each day can take some time, but it's definitely time well spent. You want to develop a routine that incorporates journaling into your life. It won't be long before you begin noticing the benefits, honestly. So you'll want to do what most successful people in the world do and write about your thoughts in your life. You'll be amazed at how things start to change in your life once you sit down and really lay everything out in front of you so you can tackle everything head on with a clear head and a goal in mind. You need a plan for life and journaling is a great way to help you do that. So I hope these tips have really helped you in your journaling journey. (laughs) That's a mouthful. If you need an accountability buddy or you have more questions about journaling, whatever it is, please don't hesitate to message me, send me a DM or an email and I will gladly respond back. That's it for today's episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you're loving the show, please, please leave me a written review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. If you enjoyed the episode, please screenshot and share it on Instagram. Tag me at the Awkward Mom Stage and I'll share them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. I hope you're having an awesome week and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. 
Make sure to visit our Instagram page where you can follow and find information on next week's show and any updates for the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday for an all new episode. I hope you're having an awesome week. Happy hump day. And always remember you're beautiful. Lola. Lola.